Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey guys, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and I've got a quick extra episode for you guys today. So happy Friday. Um, There are a bunch of great documentaries on Netflix right now. I loved Off the Record with David Foster. That one was so good. I highly recommend it. Um, But another documentary that I really enjoyed is Mucho Mucho Amor. And that's actually trending in the top 10 of what to watch on Netflix at number six. But it's about this actor, TV personality, astrologer in the Latin community named Walter Mercado. And he wears these ridiculously colorful capes and glittery costumes. And people like Lin-Manuel are commenting about how much they love Walter and how obsessed with him they are. And I'm over here like, who the hell is this guy? So I watched it and it was just so interesting to me, just who he was and why people loved him so much. He's also apparently asexual too. Um, I'm not even sure what that really meant to him, but you just kind of have to watch. Um, But anyway, I had a super quick interview with one of the directors, Christina Costantini, and we both had hard stops at a certain time. And she had another interview before me and it was running late. So we only had about 10 minutes to chat, but she shed a lot of light about Walter and some really cool behind the scenes moments. And she overall was just lovely to speak with and clearly very passionate about this, was this documentary. such a good documentary to watch, especially for someone like me who wasn't familiar with Walter Mercado. I did not grow up with him. I, I wasn't sure who he was. And then watching this, I was like, wow, people love him and are completely obsessed with him. And, and just guessing, is, is that why you decided to do this documentary is because you were obsessed with him? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I grew up with him. I watched him every day with my grandmother. Well, every day that she babysat me. And although I didn't speak Spanish fluently at that time, I was just captivated by his robes, by his energy, by his stage presence. And I think this is the story of so many other Latinos who are in my demographic, who, who for us, he is like... Uh, you know, we, we equate him with like an Oprah and a Mr. Rogers, but dressed as Liberace. So he occupies this huge space of nostalgia for us because he reminds us of the moments that we were um, watched by our grandparents and, and those like childhood memories that we have and the love that we have for our grandmothers and grandmothers. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And so for me, Univision was very much my connection to my culture. And so Walter was my connection to that culture. Okay. That's so funny that you, you're talking about watching it with your grandma and Lin-Manuel. It's like a grandma thing where they're like, she's just my sign. My sign's coming. That's, that's great. And congratulations on getting us into Sundance and South by Southwest. I mean, that is not easy. So that in itself is a huge accomplishment. And then I just saw on Netflix, it's number six. 
Are you yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy. No, it's amazing. I mean, we've just, even in the last 24 hours, it's been nuts. It's like Gloria Stefan posted about it and then Viola Davis uh-huh. and then Tracy Lee Ross has like recorded yeah. this whole thing. And so it feels like it's becoming real. Like, and, and that, you know, you work on this thing in this t- teeny tiny group. Documentaries have very small crews with very small budgets. And now it's like going out into the world and becoming this thing that has a life of its own. And it's really amazing. Right. Actually, going back to the thing you said about grandmothers, the film is actually dedicated to our grandmothers and to the grandmothers throughout the world, because Walter was definitely, he's like the patron saint of grandmothers. Um, So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely made with a lot of love towards the people who, you know, babysat us and and took care of us when our parents were working. Yeah, we have just so much love. And and I noticed that you mentioned he never said anything negative in the horoscopes, which is also really helpful and probably why everybody wanted to pay attention. Exactly. (laughs) That he never said anything negative. Exactly. It's a very weird thing. And I think like, you know, I didn't really realize it until I spent a lot of time watching his horoscopes. Mm -hmm. Even if there was something negative, he would always say like, you know, things might be hard for a bit, but then they will get better. There was never a, there was never a, a bad, bad news that he would bring. And so I think for an immigrant community, for people who, you know, had left their f- friends and family who were working really hard to make ends meet, like what we needed to hear was that tomorrow would be another, it would be a better day. Right, right. And, and tell me about Walter behind the scenes, because I read that he, it was difficult for you guys to pull things out of him at the beginning. He thought that he was just doing a show and it was kind of pretend. And you guys were like, no, like be real. We want to hear about your experiences and the pain you went through. Yeah, exactly. So at first, you know, he was asking us for like the scripts for the day and when he would, uh, you know, he would try to call action, like as though, this was a scripted narrative feature and, and we would have to say like, Walter, we've been filming for an hour. We've had the cameras out. We've like, this is a documentary. Like, you know, in documentary, you don't usually, sometimes you sync the audio, but you never really are like, action, let's go. And now the performance of filming the documentary will begin. Um, but he, he didn't see it that way. And so it was really a learning process. There was a lot of off-camera conversations about what it was we were doing, how the process worked. He came up during a time when like everything that you taped went on air. You, you couldn't waste tape. And so for him, the idea of shooting stuff that was boring, like, you know, putzing around his house, reading a book, eating breakfast. Yeah. He saw that as boring. Um, he was, he was just so frustrated by us. He was like, what are you guys doing? Why, this is so boring. Why everybody <laughs> fall asleep during this movie? So, uh, you know, he, it he was- It was not boring either, so. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank yeah. You. That's really so funny. So, and also, I mean, he's 87 years old. So there's also that, or he was, I think he was 85 maybe when you guys filmed it. So actually, when he passed away, he was 88 years old. This okay. is like one of the greatest um, tricks that Walter played. He tricked all media by one year. So like all the media reported that he died at 87. His yeah. family tells us that he was 88. So we're going by that account. But with Walter, you know, there are a lot of things where you never quite know. So I yeah. kind of thought about yeah. it. So one thing that I'll say that I, I kind of wanted more of because it was so fascinating, but... 
I wasn't sure if you guys were just trying to respect him and, and you know, his wishes, but his sexuality is so fascinating to me and his relationship with Willie, his assistant, you know, Willie's denying that there's a romantic relationship, but you guys were around them basically 24 seven. Did you sense any sort of romantic connection with them? You know, that's one of those things that, I, you know, they didn't want us to talk about, didn't want us to ask about, I mean, Walter's sexuality. Um, at the beginning, I had the same skepticism, really. I, at the beginning, I was like, okay, come on, you guys have, you must have at some point had a romantic relationship, and maybe they did. But I do think, you know, at this point in their lives, it really became like a partnership and um, a life they were they were life partners maybe not lovers but certainly life partners and there was like you know they didn't live together but Walt, but Willie was there every day taking care of of Walter and so you know I don't know like if if they had a romantic relationship at one point they didn't talk about it and I now kind of believe them but when I started I was like oh come on yeah so this is one of those great mysteries that I think you know we we will never answer um if yeah. walter you know these are things his sexuality in general was something that he wanted to take to the grave and and you know if what, he did, had, what did he say i'm sorry to interrupt you he said something like i make love to the earth or i don't even know what he said but i was like dude come on no you don't like what, <laughs> you do something you're a human being you're not like oh, or i mean i don't know what, what was he was he like a higher power how do you not, i don't know I mean, I think he's a very fabulous human being. Yes. Um, and I think though, you know, at a certain point we were like, well, if these are your wishes, you're clearly not going to tell us on camera. We're clearly not getting anybody else to talk about this. So, you know, at a certain point it's like, yeah, fine. You know, this is, you came up in a different time when you didn't talk about your sexuality and you were so radically queer on television and yeah. The fact that he wouldn't talk about it is um, uh, really interesting to us. So, but yeah, what he says is we, we said, well, you don't like talking about your sexuality. And he says, yes, because I have sex with the, in the wind, the yeah. earth, the flowers <laughs> in the garden. Like sexuality for me is spiritual. It's more than just the physical act. Right. Um, hmm. At one yeah, point I, he said I, to I, us, at Sorry, one point he said, no, at one point he said to us, I don't ask the sexual, the gender of my lover, but how I might best please them. And I feel like that was the closest we got on camera to him speaking about this. But he thinks the idea of gay, straight, you know, bi, he thinks that all of those labels are very, very close-minded. And okay. that uh, for him, sexuality is much more elevated. And He's like more woke than all of us. <laughs> like more than, <laughs> more than the millennials today. And gosh, he didn't even know it. But there was so much, like there was just so much in this documentary and, and things that, that they both said, like Willie saying like, you know, I loved when he said, I just take the, the Walter, like I don't care pill. I'm like, how, it, it's just so amazing and, and it, to me, that meant a lot. I really liked yeah. that line. And I'm like, I'm going to take that with me. How did you condense everything into 90 minutes? It was hard. I mean, we spent, we were over the course of two years, we were filming with them. So there's a lot of gems that didn't make it in, but um, they're letting us release social media extras, which is making us really happy. But he, um, yeah, the I don't care pill and the Vaseline thing. Yeah. Those are both mistranslations from Spanish. And, you know, like, todo me, there's todo me resbala which is like the Vaseline thing, like yeah. I, everything slides off me. But he 
he was mistranslating two very cute different Spanish phrases and we just loved it because that's what our grandmas and grandpas do. You know, that's, yeah. that's how they talk and it's so cute in English. Yeah, and it was so adorable. <laughs> I agree. And, and I loved at the end of the movie, um, the event in Miami, I loved all the social media that you put in there. Um, because I think a lot of us, when we go to events like that, it's, it's, it means so much to watch our friends post about it on social. We feel like we're there. And I felt like I was there. It was so cool. I love oh, how you awesome. did that. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, just, I know we don't have much time. So just to sort of wrap things up, what do you think Walter would predict for 2020? What's to become oh of, of the universe? <laughs> you know, he said if Donald Trump was elected, it would be terrible for the country and for the world. Um, so I in my opinion, he got that right. Um, yeah. but, totally. No, that's, that's pretty amazing. That he said that, so. yeah. um, but he said, you know, the future held, like, you know, the secret of the future was, um, was, was empathy and empathy between races, empathy between genders, empathy between sexualities. And, you know, we have, our job is to try to understand each other more every day. Yeah and to love each other more every day. And that that is easier said than done. So um, I know that that's what he wanted us to do, to, to, to approach the world with empathy, empathy and try to find bonds of understanding between, between all of these different divisive um, forces. So that's, that's very cool. moving. Okay. I love that I so I hope much. you enjoyed this quick little bonus extra episode. And again, if you're looking for a documentary, check out Mucho Amor on Netflix. Okay, guys, until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. Until next time.